Davis says, we ain't about that jibber-jabber. That's, yeah. That's what happened. Guess what this podcast is about? That jibber-jabber? This podcast is solely about the jibber-jabber. And we're pretty fired up. <clears throat> Most things that I saw tonight in tonight's game were complete bullshit. The offensive play calling... Much to our surprise, because it's been phenomenal the last handful of weeks, was trash. <clears throat> our kicking game was trash. The refs were especially trash. And the commentators were even more trash than normal. So all in all, good effort on everyone's part tonight. I congratulate... Um, ESPN or Fox or CBS or whoever, whatever joke fucking broadcast scheme that calls NFL games on their lack of interest in hiring anyone that has a borderline intelligence on the game of football to commentate. Congratulations to you. I want to give a big shout out to Ref83 who completely um, decided the outcome of today's game. Congratulations to you, sir. Whatever your name is. John Smith. Most white guy of all time. His name is Sean Williams. Hotchuli. Hockeyly. Hockeyly. Dude, Hockeyly can go fuck himself because it is unbelievable when referees who are there literally just to make sure guys don't kill each other, that's Mm -hmm. your only job, when they decide the outcome of of a professional sporting event, it is embarrassing to the league. And the league needs to do something about it. It's unbelievable, man. On third and 15, the quarterback is going down mm-hmm. and someone hits him in the chest. It's your fucking fault that you don't blow the whistle. It's not the defender's fault. What do you want him to do? I want you to answer this question, Carl. What would you like Marquise Blair to do in that situation? Would you like him to stop playing football and just give uh, Jameis Winston a handshake? Tap him? Like, should we play tag football now? Touch football? I want him to take his head off, but the refs, I don't know what they want. They just want to protect everyone, but I mean, you have to call the play dead. It's a live play. There's so much happening. I understand the rules and why the rules are there so that people don't get hurt, especially quarterback position. The people that sell the league, I understand that we need to keep them healthy and late hits hurt quarterbacks and don't keep them healthy. I get it. So in a situation like this, where the referee could have blown the whistle probably a second and a half earlier, yeah. it's not even like a fraction of a second. This was blatantly obvious that it could have been blown and you don't blow it. And yet you penalize a guy on third and 10, you give them an automatic first down to kick a field goal and win the football game. It's unbelievably shocking and embarrassing to the league. And I have no interest in the Seahawks making the playoffs this year because they're not a good football team and they don't deserve to win games. Like it's embarrassing to win a game or to lose a game like this. Every single thing that could have happened, like there was so many ridiculous amount of opportunities to win this football game today. Mm -hmm. And the fact that we lost is not why I'm upset, but the fact that the referees are now able to just completely predict outcomes of a game is embarrassing to the league and it it's um it's extremely frustrating as a as a sports fan it you see it way too fucking often man yeah, yeah. in all sports man in basketball in the fourth quarter when someone drives to the hoop and is down one and you call a mediocre foul it's not allowed you can't do that mm-hmm. it's the same shit I don't know what the fuck is happening with our sunlight, but there's, (laughs) it's blowing up. (laughs) Hold on. (laughs) It's embarrassing. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm embarrassed for the NFL. I'm embarrassed for Ed Hockley. I think he needs to go into his little mediation tent and really consider what he's up to in his life. Cause that was embarrassingly bad. Shocking. Honestly, today was a really bad day for me, man. I'm upset. Everything that could have happened poorly, happened poorly. Ed Hockley gave the game to the Saints. Congratulations to the Saints. You're four and two. You're a fucking shitty football yeah. team and you're four and two. And guess what? 
your season is over just as the Seahawks season is over because you suck and you're going nowhere in the playoffs, even if you make the playoffs. So congratulations to all of you, your fans, your players. Congratulations to whatever Jibber Jabber's name was, whatever his name was. Congratulations to him. He's fucking pumped up that they're four and two. Congratulations. Your football team sucks and you're not doing anything this year. Congratulations. I'd like to say congratulations to my friend Matt Roof. He's coming on the podcast in a couple of weeks. He's a fellow realtor in Greater Vancouver. He's a fellow Seahawks fan. He, I thought we made a good connection last week and he flew on a private jet to the game tonight and did not invite me. Wow. How does that make you feel, Denny? Makes me feel like, um, I mean, he's in the same boat as Ed Hockey League. He's just living a lie. Like it's just, it's <laughs> bullshit out there. They're, they're all fucked. <laughs> They've got agendas and it's fucked up. I don't know. I fucking broke my driver today. I was at the range this morning, hit a drive right in the nuts, square down the middle. And the driver sounds like a broken piece of plastic. Look at it. And the head, the whatever cover case thing came off the face. And now I need a new fucking driver. I'm going to Palm Springs in two weeks. Don't have a goddamn driver. Ask TaylorMade what they're going to do. They're humming and hawing. They're fucking Ed Hockey-laying me. <laughs> Just screwing me over right down the pipe. Are you going to get it before you go? No fucking chance with these really? bastards. No chance, man. Send it back to TaylorMade. They're going to be like, huh, we're going to need to do some tests on this and uh, huh, just see what our R&D team has to say. So, I mean, the driver's broken. It's an $800 driver. It's broken. I bought it six months ago. It's ridiculous. They're going to send me a new one eventually, but they're going to do all this bullshit mm -hmm. and it's going to be two and a half months. Yep. So I'm going to have to buy a new driver. So TaylorMade, fucking one-star review for you on your customer service team. <laughs> Ed Hockley, if I could give zero stars, give that to you. It's just fucking embarrassing, Carl. It's, I don't understand why this is allowed in professional sports. Someone needs to step in. New York needs to step in. Someone needs to step in. Donald Trump needs to just create a new social media platform and just be like, these fucking retards oh, he's need trying. to get out of the NFL. <laughs> he's trying. I don't know. We see that a lot, like you said, like across different sports too, right? Like basketball, they'll start calling the end of the game differently than the whole entire rest of the game and just change it. It's not fun to watch, man. Soccer might be the worst refereed sport that's, yeah. in the history of sports. It is un... I can't watch soccer. Some of my friends are big soccer fans yeah. and I can't watch it because every single game you watch it, it's all bullshit, man. It's and all bullshit. They can do this thing now, right? This fucking TV the, screen motion. The review. <laughs> like, and they don't have any logic to rules. They just have rules for having, for the sake of having rules. Yes, yeah. Because a penalty might happen, but you can continue with the play if the referee decides. So my sister is a big soccer fan, yeah. Marty. She loves the, obviously the Women's World Cup and stuff. I was watching the Women's World Cup last time whenever it was on 20, was it this past year? It was, yeah. It was 2021. June, June or June, yeah. 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 There was a play where a defender cleared the ball out of the 18-yard box, cleared the ball, so kicked the ball out of the 18-yard mm -hmm. box, and on her follow-through, her follow-through, after the ball is gone, hit an offensive player because an offensive player was trying to block her from yeah. kicking the ball out of the 18-yard box. They fucking TV screened it and gave the other team a PK. When what? that happens... I immediately lose respect for your sport. Like soccer is so fucked right now with this instant replay bullshit. It's unbelievable. But it's the, not even instant replay. The guy's just falling down all the time. Any light touches, it's just such a drama Yeah, but show. they don't instant replay that. No, I guess you don't need to, yeah. That's been a problem with soccer for a while. Man, it's... it's Refs. It's a cool sport and some very athletic humans that are very skilled at soccer play it. And it should be a good sport. But how fucking crazy this instant replay garbage has got yeah. is, is it's unwatchable now. Mm -hmm. Games are decided solely on the referees. Yeah. He has the final decision, which is crazy. One referee. But the problem with soccer, it's like in the NFL. 
If a penalty, instead of getting a 10-yard penalty, a 15-yard penalty, you just it's automatically give the other team seven points. It, it's you devastating. give them a touchdown. It's devastating, yep. Right? Yep. You give teams PKs on mediocre plays that have no chance in scoring a goal. Mm-hmm. You give them a goal. Mm-hmm. And in, in the soccer, a normal score is what? 1-1, one, 2-1? One, 2-1? Two, one? Two, one? That's pretty generous, man. Yeah. I know. <laughs> but you're literally... Respon- the ref is responsible for 33% of the goals. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's unbelievable. A normal NFL game is what? 30 to 27? Yeah. So that's 60 points. So that'd be like the ref just handing out 25 points a game. Yes, it would be. Yeah. Holding penalty, you get three points. Oh, that was a bad one. You hit the guy in the head, 10 points to you. Just making up numbers. What yeah. the fuck, man? Yeah. The Seahawks have no interest in winning football games right now, and that Mm -hmm. is really clear to see. Geno Smith literally has no interest in trying to win a football game. The fourth quarter today, so every fourth quarter he's played in the last three games has been worse than the last one. Mm -hmm. And that's not a good trend to be going on. Like, I mean, for the next three games and Russ is out, we might as well just not play to avoid injury to the rest of the players at this point. Yeah. Because they have no interest in winning. Gino, it's second and 10, and you just take a shitty sack for a 10-yard loss, and then it's third and 18, and you take another shitty sack for, now it's fourth and 39,000. Mm-hmm. And then you almost throw a pick, like you throw a 10-yard pass for a pick. Like it doesn't make any goddamn sense. I don't understand what's happening right now. Something's going on there for sure. I don't know. Like I don't know what, but like even he wasted two timeouts because they're just not sure of their play calling. Wasted one timeout in the first half. Man, I don't know what's more important, like embarrassing, is how poorly the offense was run today in today's football game, or Ed Hockley's bullshit that he just decided to award the Saints a victory today. Yeah. Geno's, yeah, Geno Smith calls a timeout, so the next play they can do is a handoff running play. Early in the third quarter. Yeah. Early in the third quarter. They called two timeouts. Yes. For no reason. No reason One of them at all. was third and 19. Mm-hmm. Everyone knows what you're doing, Gino. Everyone. Denny knows what you're doing. Carl knows what you're doing. Ed Hockley knows what you're doing. Pete Carroll is the only one who thinks he's being schematic in this decision and running a goddamn fucking screenplay it's the most dumb shit of all time it's third and 19 and you burn a timeout congratulations and then on the next fucking drive it's third and 10 you're gonna run the same goddamn fucking play for two yards yep congratulations you call another timeout so four minutes into the second half we burned two timeouts on third and long Mm -hmm. which is the dumbest shit ever it's high game yep Man. I don't understand. I don't understand what is happening right now. <clears throat> the defense giving up 13 points, good for them. Congratulations. Like, what was the total amount of yards they gave up today? 222 receiving, 94. So 310 yards-ish, oh, 316. Yeah. yeah. And That's not pro- bad, man. Nope. That's a winning formula when you give up 13 points. And they're, what, like 40 minutes on the field, man? Like, so much time. Man. Without looking at the time of possession, if I was to guess, yeah, I would say Saints, 68 minutes, Seahawks, two. Like, it was embarrassingly bad again. They can't sustain a drive. The Saints had a drive that was 19 fucking plays. Yes. It took yeah. up three and a half quarters. Yes. It's ridiculous. <laughs> and good for the defense. They gave up a field goal, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That was fantastic. That's all you can ask for. But just you have to figure out how to stop him, man. Like you just get worn down. 19 plays is insane. At this point, it's really challenging. I mean, like, I'm gonna be a Seahawks fan forever. They can go 0 and 27 for the next six years. Mm-hmm. I don't care. I'll still be a Seahawks fan. But I am unbelievably upset with how poorly the team is being run right now. The offense is embarrassing to watch. It's hilarious, man. There was two drives in a row where they went three and out mm-hmm. and they ran five out of the six plays running down the middle for two yards. Yeah. Why? We know that we fucking suck, man, and we're going to lose football games. 
you might as well go out swinging, right? I think one of our drives, we didn't even have a passing attempt. Yeah, three and out, three yeah. run plays. Yeah. Happened multiple times multiple this time. game. Yeah, yeah, multiple just, times. No, I don't know. It wasn't one time. There's a lot of things going on right now, and it's just, you, it's impossible to pinpoint one single thing. Look at, look at, so we had 12 receptions today. For the whole team, yeah. The whole team, 12 receptions. And uh, what did Alvin Kamara have? Alvin Kamara had 10 receptions. Yeah, it's tough to win football games like that. I get that Geno Smith is not an all-star quarterback. I get it. But Pete Carroll, understand. I don't think it's Waldron. I think if Waldron had free reign to do whatever the fuck he wanted, I think it would be a lot more entertaining and better and different than what is happening right now. I agree. I don't understand why this fucking conservative... Dude, you're fucking two and five. Yeah. And he's still dropping DBs back and running. Who cares if you throw three picks and lose a game? You're going to lose anyway based on what you're doing right now. It's embarrassing. It's really, really, really shitty right now. It's hard to be a fan, like, of the coaching staff, of what is happening. I don't think the guys are that bad. I think, so we're two and five. We've had four games that have been extremely winnable. Mm-hmm. Extremely. Yep. Like, today's was shockingly winnable. The Saints are a bad football team. And that was a very, very, very winnable game. We missed two field goals that were easily makeable. One was like 40 yards. Mm-hmm. So we're like flipping a fucking quarter into a cup. <laughs> and then we also have some stupid fucking penalties on third down. That one in the fourth quarter makes me so angry. <laughs> Pete Carroll can go fucking shut the fuck up because like all his bullshit that he says in post-game interviews is unbelievably embarrassing to listen to. Yeah, you know, I, I thought the guys battled really hard out there and, uh, man, yeah. you know, we just ca- caught a c- couple tough breaks and uh, we had chances to win the football game and, uh, you know, it just didn't, just didn't go our way today. It's like the announcers, just the generic man, surface level a, stuff. It sucks. It sucks to listen to. It's We were talking about this during the game. How much more, how much better would football be if we had real human beings who said what they actually thought during the football game, (laughs) commentating the football games? Not this garbage, man. This garbage. These guys, like, like, huh, huh. They're talking about a fucking punt. Yeah. Like, well, he gave that one a boot. That's their comment. Yeah. That's all they have to say. Adds nothing to it. Yeah. Why not? Be critical. Yeah. Give us something, right? Do like, you think the NFL should have like an uncensored version of this? It needs it. I'm sure there would be people I that would listen to it. So whatever the viewership was for this Monday Night Football game, based on based on what happened tonight, I would guess one of the lower viewerships of Monday Night Football for oh, this season because yeah. it was real bad. It was a boring game, man. Ed Hockley needs a suspension, by the way, but let's move on from that. <laughs> it it has to happen. Someone needs to start it. it and I guarantee it's going to be someone like Barstool. It's going to be yeah. those Barstool guys that just start their own fucking commentary. Because what is given to us, the product that the NFL is producing right now with Monday Night Football, with, with the commentators that are on there, is straight garbage. It's just trash. It sucks. Like, as a real fan of football... I want to mute the game yeah, and just talk to my friends. Like, this is shit. They're not adding anything. I think we should do it. That'd be fun. I think we should do one game and we should email it to Barstool and be like, let's, let's team up. Yeah. Yeah. Dave, Jesus. if you want to come on a Dave, show with us, Jesus. it's going to be me, Mike, and Dave. Yeah. Mike Bell. We should fucking do it next week, man. I'm down. Sunday, should we... We should do it for like the Sunday night game or something. Because there's no way you're the only person that feels this way. I'm Dude, guarantee you there's a market. If there are 7 million people that are watching yes. the NFL on a Monday night, I guarantee you 6.8 of them are fed up with this garbage. Yeah. There's 200,000 old people like my dad that are just like, oh, 
that white guy said a nice thing over there. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> good for him. You, you want like maybe like an old player, someone who knows what they're talking about and just I want shoot the shit with the group. people yeah. that say what is really fucking yes. happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that's a horseshit fucking penalty. Man. Or calling people out. You can't change the yeah. course of a game by throwing a shit penalty. You have to understand as a referee that the time of the game matters in what you're doing. You can't throw that flag on third and 10 to give the team a first down in field goal range now. It changes the whole game. The whole game. You might as well not fucking play the first three quarters because you're dictating the outcome. Mm -hmm. That's what the commentator should say. Just call people out when they're fucking up. Yeah. What is really happening? I agree. Not this bullshit. Oh, well, you know, the, the, the wording in the rule is uh, if you hit the guy near or above or below or approximately around the pelvis area, like it's just garbage. Yeah. It's straight garbage. Yeah. Alvin Kamara has 19 fucking piercings on his face. Bro, is he part of Migos or what, man? Is What's Migos? The, the rap group. Yeah. The, he, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. I was going to say Kygo. Ooh. <laughs> is, that a, is that a rapper? <laughs> I don't know what to do anymore. What do we do? Is what this podcast just going to be a rant fest for the rest it's, of the season? It's just going to be yelling after every game. It's like if there's no positives, what do you talk about? I'd say the positives are that we're approximately one week closer to Russell Wilson returning. That's yeah, I'll agree with that. Uh we are one week closer to Pete Carroll being fired. That is my honest opinion. This is the kind of shit that you'd get on the uncensored version mm -hmm. of NFL football. Mm -hmm. We are man. I think DK is a really good player and he has the potential to be good. I don't think he's going to be a good long-term receiver. And I wouldn't be surprised if the Seahawks move on from him in the next 12 months. Oh, really? Eh? Do you try and get something back for him? It, it, I can't see him being a good team guy. Mm. Every single offensive play, he's borderline getting a, a yeah. penalty. And guys in the league, they see this. And they know they just have to say one thing to him and it takes him out of the game. Dude, one thing. Yeah. I know. I don't know. The, I mean, for how little pressure the, like, let's be real honest here. Jameis Winston is a shitty quarterback mm -hmm. in the NFL. He's not good. He's not good at football. If you're talking about top, there's 32 teams in the league. There's 32 starting quarterbacks. Jameis Winston is bottom eight. Mm -hmm. He's not that. good. And he had zero pressure on him all night. Did we get one fucking sack? No, nope, we did not. Zero pressure all night, and he was capable of putting up 13 points. That's really bad. <laughs> I'm going to give those 13 points to Alvin Kamara too. So. Dude, 100%. <laughs> it's really bad. It's really, really bad. No, like you said, the Saints are not a good team. They're not good. But it's like, fuck, man. Kamara had 118 yards after catch so you just dump it to him and let him go to work you don't even need to be a good quarterback you have a guy like that you can count on no he's not good at all where do we go from here carl i don't know no i mean next week's game is uh looking up a little bit we got the jags i mean but at then this point though like it's, it's not fun this was a bad, in my opinion, the Saints are a bad football team. Yeah. They were not good at football. I don't know how they're, how are they four and two? Who do they beat? I'd love to see they the Saints schedule. They beat the fucking Jags? Like, it's probably not a very difficult schedule. But, uh, yeah. They Washington last week, the, the Giants the week before, Patriots the week before. Panthers the week before, yeah. So they got smashed by the pack, uh, Panthers. Mm -hmm. They beat the Patriots. They lost to the New York Giants. Then they beat Washington. Then they beat Seattle. 
So let's say the Patriots are probably the best team they beat. They beat the Packers week one. But that, that, was, that was a weird, weird game. Yeah, and the Packers haven't lost since, right? I think the Packers are yeah, five and one. Five and one. Yeah, that game doesn't count. I mean, Panthers had Christian McCaffrey, so yeah. I just don't think they're a four and two team. I think they um <clears throat> I think they have no chance of doing anything in the NFL this year. So like it's the same as the Seahawks. Mm-hmm. Whether you're four and two or two and six and your team is shit, you still are gonna have a shit season. Congratulations, you're gonna lose in the first round. I want to mean I want to read my comment just because I did spend a lot of time and effort writing this on how bad that um, ref in the passer call was. Refs fired. <laughs> Sorry, you? guys. You saw fucking pussies. That's unbelievable. Fuck you. What do you want them to do? Just play high five? It's your fucking fault. You threw a 15 yard penalty. Oh, this is what I said. Throw a 15 yard penalty on the refs. Flag them. <laughs> it's your fucking fault. You didn't blow the whistle. If you don't want him to be hit, then blow it dead. What do you want him to do? Drop kick him? Like, he hit him with his shoulder in the chest. What else do you want him to do? What's it? What do you want him to do? I don't know. I think what does Ed Hockley want Marquise Blair to do in that situation? I don't know. How are you supposed to tackle him if not hitting him in the midsection? What's the difference? Like, what are you supposed to do? The play should be dead at that point. I don't know. Nothing. What can you do? Should we? Maybe we, you know what? Here's here's the solution, guys. NFL.com. Here we go. The quarterbacks from now on are going to wear flags around their waist. Oh, yeah. That's a good one. And you are not allowed to touch the quarterback at all. If you make contact with him in any section of his body, with any part of your body, it is an immediate ejection from the league forever. <laughs> You're out. She gone, bro. So you just got to grab his flag? Got to grab his flag. Flag behind the line of scrimmage? That's, that's a sack. I like it. What? Why did you say Ed Hockley? Because it was Sean Hockley. I don't know. Ed Hockley is like a famous ref. No, he's also a ref. I yeah. thought you said Ed Hockley. I said Sean first, oh. but Ed Hockley is like his brother or something. He was also Ed, a ref. I thought Ed Hockley is the jacked guy. Let me see here. Whenever, he can't even make the regular calls that other refs make because his not biceps no. are too big. No, it's, right? some, it's some old He'll guy. He'll call like pass interference and you know it's like this, pass interference, yeah. it's like this. His is like this. Because his fucking pass traps are blowing up. Yeah. Pass interference on the, on the defense over here. Not a bad life that guy lives. No, man. Works out 16 hours a day. Referees for two hours. Um, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Just one game once a week. <laughs> that's it. Lucas has a friend that's a ref in the NFL. Really? Yeah, he's a part-time firefighter. <laughs> what? He's a firefighter in North Van, man. Wow. He has to get a bunch of his shifts covered every week because <laughs> he has to fly around the country, around, the, around North America. Really? They got a Canadian guy and he just fly him out anywhere. Is there you're trials just, for this? You just this like work? get notified on Wednesday where you're going that week. Wow. Like, oh, you're playing, you're in Tampa Bay this week. Oh, you're in whatever, New York this week, whatever. And so, and it, all his flights and everything are paid for? Yeah. Man, that's kind of crazy. That's kind of cool. Mm. You get to see so many different stadiums and teams and. You're probably there for one night though. Yeah. Like you fly in, oh, whatever. I mean, you're Saturday so night. tired, yeah. Because you can't be late. So they'll probably fly you in Saturday night. You stay there Saturday night. You ref Sunday, stay Sunday night, leave Monday morning, probably. It's like two nights max. Yeah. 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 But like 48 hours. Yeah. <laughs> but he likes doing it, eh? That's interesting, man. Can we get him on the podcast? I know. We'll work on it. Sweet. I think Matt Ruff has been canceled from the podcast. <laughs> So many, so many bad things. We started the game. I think we've harped on this enough, but like we started the game with three runs and a three and out. It's just embarrassing as a fan to watch this. 
Why is that? You're literally not even trying. Do you think no one's just like telling Pete Carroll that this is a problem? He's just doing his thing? Because every fucking week is the exact same thing. And I'm sure he has to have heard someone talk about it. Like, this play calling is abysmal. Who is in charge of the hiring and firing of the coach? Is it the GM? Yeah. The general or is it manager. the owner? I think it's a GM. I can double check that. I think, what's our GM's name? Schneider. Something Schneider. Rap Schneider. Huh? What's his name? Uh, I think it's Schneider. It was, yeah, yeah. It's not Dan Schneider, is it? No. John Schneider. John Schneider. Our GM. I'm almost into making a change right now. Make a change. Mm-hmm. We have nothing to lose. Dude, literally nothing to lose. Give Russell Wilson two or three weeks to learn and to like build a relationship with a new coach mm -hmm. before he comes back. Mm -hmm. It could be a lot better, man. Fuck it. Bring in Gruden. No, I'm, just, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Don't cancel me, everyone out there. Don't cancel me. That was a fucking joke. This is a comedy show. Understand that that was a comedic joke, okay? Everyone, take it easy. Take a few deep breaths. Relax. You probably help us. Everything's okay. Huh? You probably help us. <laughs> I know. It'd be a much more fun offense to watch, that's for sure. Just fucking keep that guy away from any computer connected to the internet. <laughs> yeah, take away Please. cell phone. Please, yeah. <laughs> He's not allowed to touch his phone for the next six months. <laughs> just lives at the stadium. Just no connection to anything. Yeah. So if you had three things to do to the Seahawks, any three things, what are the three things you would do right now? So Pete Carroll's not proven that he's able to separate his philosophy from mm -hmm. what is actually best for the team. And that's a problem. So he needs to go now. So he's gone. He's been there too long. Mm -hmm. He is so good. If he could understand that he is really good in some areas and really shitty in other areas, he would be phenomenal. And I would love to keep him. He's a great rah-rah guy. He yeah. is great at recruiting. He is great at getting guys to, that, to buy into the system, which is what a head coach is for. But you also need to rely on your like offensive and defensive coordinators yeah, to scheme. Smart. And he is not capable of doing that, which Spe is unbelievable. Especially since the game has changed so much over the last few years. He doesn't right? get it. He doesn't adapt. Right? He's yeah. stuck in the 80s. It's the same old white man syndrome, right? Yeah. Everyone Fuck. falls into the trap. I don't, I, I, yeah, we need something new. You know what my goal is? My, my dream scenario mm -hmm. is Pittsburgh has a garbage year. And they fire, what's his name? Oh, uh, Tomlin? Tomlin. And the Seahawks fucking pick up Tomlin, and then we win six Super Bowls in a row because that guy is a goddamn genius. I love him. That'd be sweet. I want I'm in guy. for that. All right, so... So my... my this, you're asking me what my dream scenario is? Yeah. My dream scenario, top three things. One, Carol goes, Tomlin comes in. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's one. <laughs> dream for sure how realistic is this not that realistic but i'm interested in at least exploring the idea anyway uh two i mean that could change a lot just the one coach right dude just the mindset of the locker room would change completely. Mm -hmm. And we've been on a bit of a downward spiral the last few years, and it's not getting any better, which is a really bad sign. It's getting worse. You have to adjust, right? Like, the problem with Pete Carroll is we've been on this downward spiral, and everything is the same, right? What's the definition of fucking insanity, Carl? Doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results. This is why I love Carl. <laughs> he reads my mind. Exactly. Change the philosophy, man. You've been doing the same thing for 40 years. Guess what? It's not working anymore, bro. It's not working. Give Waldron some freedom. Oh, yes, please. Let Gino, he's like, he's the only quarterback we have on the team. Let him throw the ball. Like, what is the worst fucking thing that could happen? He'd throw interceptions when we lose. Guess what? We're losing anyway. I love just <laughs> At least we're trying to win. Yeah. Just Waldron and Russell just call the entire next game. Don't you? My biggest beef and why I'm so upset 
is that we're literally not even trying to win the football game. I know, yeah. We're not trying. I say we scored every 10 time. points. I know. We scored 10 points today. With how many turnovers? This is yeah. a shocking stat, Carl. 10 points with zero turnovers. Guess what that means? They're literally not trying. I know. And that first touchdown was pretty lucky. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> It should have been a 15 yard gain, right? Yeah. yeah. So, why we just, the guy just we missed lose, a wide open tackle. Yeah. So, we should have lost 13 3 today. Exactly. Fuck. Well, we should have lost 13 9 because we had uh, funny, yeah, yeah, three. two field goal attempts that should have been made. Man. So, you think you change the coach and everything else kind of comes into play? Because, <clears throat> like, you like the main pieces that we have, you like our guys. It's different. It's a different, um, it creates a different atmosphere. It creates a different like mindset. It like is a refresh, mm. right? Like why do coaches get fired? Yeah. Right? Because the culture sucks and they're not winning. Lose a locker room, guys right? don't want to play for them. Yeah. I don't know what the culture is like, but when you're losing, it's really hard to have a good culture. Yes. Yeah. Right? Like winning yeah. makes it way easier. I get that. But it seems like Pete's built a pretty good culture and there's a lot of good guys. It seems like that are team guys that are like team first guys. It seems like Jamal Adams is a good fit mm -hmm. to build a culture. Bobby Wagner oh, is yeah. like a legendary culture guy. He's just like a lead by example, dude. It seems like Russell Wilson is really good. It seems like Tyler Lockett is awesome. They're losing games, man. Like, how long is it going to last? They threw the ball 22 times today and put up 10 points. You're literally going to win zero football games if you throw the ball 22 times and if you put up 10 points. Yeah, that's really bad. 22. Fuck. This is not, again, not trying. They're not trying to win a football game. Mm. They threw the ball 22 times. They ran the ball. Way too much for how good their run game is, which is shit. They're just like forcing the run game to get going, eh? They just need it to get going. I don't They're know They're just why. so scared to throw the ball that they run too much. Yeah. They run in bad situations, right? First down, run, two mm -hmm. yards. Second down, run, two yards. Third and six, run, four yards. Now fourth and two. And there's not a fucking chance no in hell yeah. Pete Carroll's going for it on fourth down, regardless of how long it is. Yeah. One inch or 37 yards, except at the end of the game on fourth and 28, and they throw a six-yard pass. <laughs> Across his body, yeah. <laughs> what the fuck was that? I don't know. That was one of the more pathetic drives I've seen. <laughs> yeah, Geno Smith is actually getting worse the more he plays. We, like, it's not his fault. It should, like we shouldn't be har and I don't think we've spent much time harping on Geno Smith because he's just not he's not a starting quarterback it is mm -hmm. what it is he's a backup quarterback for a reason he's not as good as the other quarterbacks it is what it is should we be relying on him to win a football game no, no. but unfortunately the rest of our team is not good enough mm -hmm. to win football games with a shit quarterback yeah. so you have to be aggressive you have to be okay throwing the ball 35 times and throwing one or two picks in the hopes of trying to win a football game. Yep. Yep. Yeah, because this low-scoring stuff isn't going to work. Based on how poorly their defense has performed in the first seven weeks of the year, like you can't assume that the defense is going to win you a football game. No. You got to count on your offense for that, right? Keep your defense on as little as possible. But then if your offense isn't clicking, then you have nothing going on. You can just kind of leave your defense out there. You know who's winning in this uh, shitty Seahawks season, Carl? Who's, who's that? The alcohol industry. <laughs> They're making the Seahawks fans really big alcoholics because it's embarrassing and obnoxiously bad to watch. I mean, but we're all staying positive, right? Yes, we are. Yeah, very positive. It's a very positive podcast. The official, unofficial, official podcast of the Seahawks. And we're very positive. Go Hawks. We're two and five. We have 
exactly a 0.07% chance of making the playoffs currently? 0.7, yeah. 0.07, I said. Oh, wow, that's even worse. <laughs> <laughs> Someone posted, I think one of the Seahawks accounts posted, we had like, uh, whatever, ESPN, NFL.com, one of those like websites, which mainstream media is hilariously bad right now. It's getting worse and worse and worse. It's so clickbaity and it's so obvious. Clickbaity, but also culty, but also just straight garbage, like straight incorrect facts just to get people to view. Yes, yeah. And it's embarrassing, so you guys need to do better. But one of these things said, according to like statistics, the Seahawks have like a 26% chance of making the playoffs. Mm -hmm. And I saw someone post that and I literally laughed out loud. I'm like, that is hilarious. If that's an actual bet, people should put money on it. Oh my God, I'll take that any day. It's ridiculous. Like, I would guess our chances of making the playoffs right now based on our division is about 3%. So not that, not that high number. They need to go light. They need to fire the coach. They need to completely change the way they play football. And Russ needs to get healthy real quick. And I think we also need to get lucky in that like, other teams lose games that they shouldn't. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Cause like best case scenario at this point in the year is okay. Let's say we win next week because we're playing the Jags. God but damn Literally who the fuck knows. So the Jags next week and then we got the Packers the week after. So I'm going to assume they be the Jags. Yeah. So puts us at three and five. Beat Jags three and five, lose to Packers, lose to Cardinals, lose to Washington. So that's three more losses. So that's three, three and eight. eight. And then Russ comes back December 5th. God damn, six games left. No chance. So the best case, literally the best case scenario if Russ wins out is nine and eight. Yeah. If he goes on to and gets back. And I don't think that makes the playoffs. And we have the Rams and the Cardinals at the end of the season, too. But that doesn't make the playoffs, I don't think. No, I don't think it does. So I am very curious to where that media company got that number from. But like you said, it's clickbaity. It's straight bullshit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They just want everyone to hope that they have a chance. They keep watching games and they keep... I was listening to a Gary Vee podcast the other day, and someone said the word mainstream media. And he's like, define mainstream and whatever they can't like they stuttered a little bit and he's like mainstream is social media bro yeah like what's the what's the exposure what's the uh reach on social media hundreds of millions of people how many people watch the fucking five o'clock news like thirty thousand old white people yep joe rogan how is that mainstream that's not not, mainstream anymore no it's just it's just commercial media yeah it's like corporate media that's what it is it's not mainstream. It's not who's like, it's not where people go for news anymore. No, it's not. It's so outdated, man. It's but so fake. It's so fake. Yeah. Yeah, dude. I guarantee you in the next two seasons, Carl, there is a platform where you can watch the NFL, which is the greatest sport on earth. You can watch the NFL and listen to real humans talk about it in mm-hmm. real language, not this corporate 1973 bullshit. That'd be fucking sweet. I know. Everyone would fucking pay attention to it. No one would watch Fox anymore. So it would kind of be like the Manning, what the Manning brothers are doing now, except uncensored. But, uh, dude, but why is anything censored? It's fucking words. Who cares? Yeah. Nobody cares, right? Yeah. The only people that care are Gary fucking Smith, who's 87, who's the president of NBC. Mm-hmm. He's the only one that cares. Yeah. What's the average viewership of the NFL? I'm going to guess... It's 40 and below. Average viewership, age, average age of viewership. Do you think it's below 40? I'm going to say 40 and below. Really? I don't know, man. So, but, okay, the problem with Google yeah. is you're going to Google gonna some be, fucking bullshit fabricated stat that Fox generated that says the average age of the uh, NFL fan is 68.7. I got something right here. You want to hear it? 47. Yeah, I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised at that, but I think 
So I'm going to think of like 47-year-old dudes that I know, and most of them are bros. Yes. Right? Yeah. Like, what's the percentage of people that watch the NFL that are guys versus female? Oh, my God. Uh, probably 90-something percent. 95, five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Easy. It's high. Easily. Because right? the only girls that are watching is because their boyfriends are watching it or because it's And hard. how many of those, let's say 95% is, is of watching in the NFL is male. How many of that 95% is offended by people talking in real human language, using swear words, and actually saying what their actual opinion is? Yeah. What percentage is offended? 7% of grandparents. Less than that. You think less than that? Less than that, man. <laughs> I'm thinking like 2%. Really that few, eh? Out of 100. If you go people, out of yeah. 100. It's not a lot, yeah. If the average age is 47, so let's say... The 50% below are not. So it's automatically 50%. Mm -hmm. Then you go above and you're thinking anyone 60 and below is probably not offended. Even like our grandparents, most of them, if they're dudes watching football without their wife in the room, yeah. they're fucking swearing at the yeah, TV. Yeah, oh, of course they are. Right? That's the whole thing. Yeah. Oh, 100%. So there's very few. Emotions are flying, dude. Man, I think we should start it. You'd be onto something. I want you to be realistic right now, and I'm totally okay with your feedback. Do you think I would be good at that job? Ah, uh, yes, because you're honest, and there's a, you would say absolutely everything that's on your mind. And I, I don't know if I'm as knowledgeable as I think I am, but I think I'm fairly knowledgeable in what the actual football team is trying to accomplish. Yes, right. So you'd be able to go more into depth and all that stuff versus just the surface level. Even just like watching what teams are doing, like you can see things happening as they're happening. Yes. And say, oh man, it's like third and four. The last two third and fours, you round the ball down the middle, play action with a little bit of a bootleg and a short out. Like anyway, talking about different things. but <laughs> Combining a few things there. <laughs> totally. <laughs> I would be interested in doing it. I love this shit, man. Like, and honestly, I think a few beers makes it better. It does. Yeah. I agree. We should do one. Are you into doing one? I'm down. Let's do one. See how it works out. Try one. Yeah. Throw it away. If it's great, we send it to Barstool and we get Dave Portnoy on, on, uh, on board. We do a pizza review. Then we do a game together. I love it. It's great marketing. <laughs> oh man the funny thing about this year's Seahawks social is we don't have much to talk about on the field so we have to be creative outside of what is actually happening with the Seahawks season <laughs> start doing game shows and shit and so now we're talking about pizza reviews and commentating, <laughs> commentating on other teams <laughs> oh, yeah that's okay man that's all good as long as the Seahawks come back I say we do it. Let's look at the season. Let's look at the next week's schedule. Not the Seahawks, because who cares? It's just the NFL. At this point, they're done. <laughs> so this is week week eight next week, right? Week eight. We Packers Cardinals. A phenomenal Thursday night. Is that game. what you, you think? Okay. <laughs> we got okay. a podcast on Thursday night. I think that's the game of the week, right? Do we postpone our Thursday night podcast? Sunday night is... Dallas and Minnesota. Monday night is the Giants and Casey. If it was a better team in Casey, that'd be a fun one too. Because Casey is on the fritz of not even being relevant to the NFL anymore, right? Which would be very interesting. Man, it's so interesting. Like, everyone's watching that though. Still, man. So if they were playing like a team like the Saints or a team like the Bengals or I mean, so Tennessee team, yeah, a team where they normally should never lose against, but. Yeah. Dude, they're two and five. Two and four? Two and, two and four. Or three and four. Sorry, three and four. They're three and four. They're a loss away from being irrelevant. That's interesting. <clears throat> the Thursday one is really, really, really interesting. Maybe we push our podcast next week to the week after. Ask Mike if he can move it. Yeah, you can do that. I'm down for anything, man. That'd be a fucking great game. See if Mike Bell's interested. Yep. Mikey, get out here. The Chiefs are three and four, sir. The Chiefs are three and four. Three yeah. and four. 
So next week, Packers are six and one. Cardinals are seven and zero. The Cardinals, man. What do you think about them? I haven't watched one second of Arizona Cardinal football, nor do I plan on watching any seconds of Cardinal football unless we do an uncensored commentary of a game. I think a Rams Cardinals would be fantastic uncensored. How many games is that? When per, do they play next? Pretty near the end of the season. I think they all see each other again. Um, Cardinals Rams December 13th. That's a while away. <clears throat> I feel like we need a little bit of uh for that. Okay, okay. Yeah. Honestly, I'm interested in doing any of them. I'm okay. interested in also doing the Sunday night game, which is the Cowboys Vikings. Hmm. Because Mike is a Mike's a big Cowboys fan. So that might play into uh his emotion a little bit. And then you love purple. Which is fun. So it works out. <laughs> Fucking Vikings. No, I'd watch that. I think it'd be fun. Let's do it. We're going to make it happen. In the next two weeks, we're going to do one. Fuck yeah. We just got to... Can you think of anyone else other than Mike that would be a good fit? Because Mike sometimes says yes to things and sometimes says no. Or sometimes just doesn't reply to me. Yeah. So... Might need a backup. Might need a backup. Hold on. Here's a good question. Do you think you would be good on the uncensored commentary list? It depends how much whiskey I've had. So if we drink a bottle of whiskey yeah. and then do the podcast? I think it might get a little bit crazy. Um, it'll be fun. Okay. I'm down. So whether we do it Thursday or Sunday or next week, you need to get off work early. <laughs> yes. Okay. <laughs> we need to split half a bottle of whiskey yeah. and then the game starts at 515. <laughs> We'll just do a few shooters at the beginning. We'll make it I work. I can do that. Yeah. We'll make it work. Okay. We're going to start recruiting for this unfiltered podcast. Again, <laughs> if the Seahawks were six and one, this probably wouldn't be happening, <laughs> but we're trying to be creative here. And uh, I think. Honestly, I think it's been a lot of fun. I'm down. No, it's more fun than just watching the Seahawks lose every week for sure. It would all honestly, it would also be really fun to do a Seahawks game mm-hmm. coming up because I don't know. So Carl came over to my house tonight to watch the Seahawks game and probably saw some things that he's not proud to admit that Denny does during games, like <laughs> yell and slam his fists on the coffee table. And call refs very rude, inappropriate <laughs> names. <laughs> you deserved it. Oh, man. Well, at least we can land on, on a light note, Carl. Yeah. Should we at least talk about next week? Sure. Playing the Jags in Jacksonville. In Jacksonville, I think. Is it Jacksonville? Is at the bottom. The Jaguar? Nope. No. In Seattle. Yeah, we're back home again. Oh boy. Is that going to be our first home win of the year, Carl? We're 0-3 at home right now. Yes. I'm going to go on a limb and say yes. Because the Jaguars are bad. Are they worse than the Seahawks? Yeah. The Jags are 1-5. The Seahawks are 2-5. and five. Yeah, Who did the Jags beat, though? <laughs> I have no clue. Wasn't it some not very good team? Was it Miami? I can't remember. Miami. It was, right? Miami is also 1-5. And, and they won by a field goal. I think there's still a separation <clears throat> of teams between those guys and the Seahawks. So, I'm going to say the Seahawks lose by three and Pete Carroll gets fired next week. <laughs> like right after the game? Gone. Doesn't even get on the plane. They're in Seattle. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> I wanted to say that so bad, but it backfired because they're in Seattle next week. <laughs> Man, just gets driven home right after. <laughs> What's his name? Dan Schneider? Dan Schneider, yeah. Bob John, Schneider? John Schneider. John Schneider just walks in the post game. Russ has got his fucking hand in the weird cast thing. Still doing shot fakes like he is in pregame. <laughs> hey. His throw's a little off now. He can't come around. He's got to like... He just, it's, yeah, it's just like a shot put. 
Pete gets, John comes in, John says, Pete, unfortunately, your uh, streak with the Nike Monarchs has ended and uh, we're going to have to end your sponsorship here with Nike Monarchs. No. (laughs) And you've been excommunicated from the Seahawks organization. Good luck to you and all your endeavors. We are now bringing John Gruden. (laughs) And John just shows up. He's there. He's ready. He's fired up. No cell phone. He's on the sideline. <laughs> no He's on the sideline just lurking in the fourth quarter. Seahawks <laughs> so are down by three. John's just like poking his head out of the crowd. <laughs> <laughs> My God. Okay, what's your actual prediction for next week? Fuck, man. Today they scored 10 points. So I think it's going to be... Uh, the score's going to be 11 to 7 next week. <laughs> I think. <laughs> How do you even get 11? It's going to be pretty good. There's be two safeties. <laughs> Very interesting game. <laughs> I don't know. So they're going to have, what, three field goals and a safety or a touchdown and two safeties? Yeah, exactly. There you go. <laughs> I haven't thought about it and neither have the teams, Danny. Oh, I, th- I don't know. I, th- I honestly think the Seahawks will win next week and I think it'll be by a touchdown at least. What's the spread? Because it might be a really good one to bet against the Seahawks next week. <laughs> <laughs> this this is how bad the Seahawks are. Yeah. They're favored by three and a half against the Jaguars. <laughs> That's devastating. And the total of 44 points is probably hilariously high based on how bad high. both teams' offenses are. So you take the under up for that, eh? Dude, it's going to be like 9-3. No, I'm telling you, 11-7, man. Yeah. Same shit. That's going to be such a boring, shitty football game. Uh... <laughs> I realistically think if the Seahawks lose next week, they have to make a change immediately. Yes. It has to happen. Yeah, I agree. It's so bad right now. People don't understand how bad this is. Like, they're two and five, and with a healthy Russell Wilson and some decent play calling, they could easily be six and one. Yeah. Easily. Easily. Yeah. Four games were so winnable. Two of them had turnovers in the last last uh drive of the game today's game was just comically bad all around missed two field goals like the offense looked tragic and missed two field goals and lost by three there's three right there yeah i don't know i say it's so much closer than it should be and the seahawks win (sighs) man 20 to 16. That's a pretty good score. Seems That's like my a, actual guess. Yeah. What's your actual guess? Because 11-7 is probably not it. My actual guess? Although 11-7 was really, really funny. Because <laughs> <laughs> just the way that my brain was working of like, how do you, you even try get, to get there? Yeah. How do you even get 11? <laughs> is that well, a thing? How they switched it there? to CFL rules, Danny. So. <laughs> you got a one-pointer? Yeah. I'm going to say 21-17 for Seattle. Okay, what did I say? 2016? Yeah. You said 2117? Yeah. See, so they each get one more point than me. <laughs> That's it, eh? 2016, for some reason, seems so weird. Such a weird score. I like 20. Yeah. Because it's two touchdowns and two field goals. Gotcha. And okay. then 16 is pretty easy, too. Is one touchdown and three field goals? And bad teams, bad offensive teams often have field goal chances. Yeah. And they can't score in the red zone or whatever. Yes, yeah. Could be 16. Could be like 13. Touchdown and two field goals. So I think we're both in the same kind of ballpark. Boring as fuck football game because both offenses suck shit. I wouldn't be surprised if Geno Smith throws the ball like six times next week. And they just rely on the run game. And hopefully Jacksonville's defense is bad enough that we just miraculously score two touchdowns rushing and rush for like 160 yards or something. I'll take that. Chris Carson. Like, we didn't talk about him, but one of my comments pregame that we were talking about earlier before we started was, like, at some point, the Seahawks need to separate themselves themselves from Chris Carson Cause he just, he's a good football player when he's in the lineup, but he is so rarely healthy. So rarely. It's crazy. 
Whereas Alex Collins is good. And when was the last time he missed a football game? I don't know. There's also no fucking injury timeline for Chris Carson. So they even know when he'll be back. That's the problem with him, man. Yeah. It's always like a neck thing. Yeah. They always say something random. Hamstring pull out seven weeks. I get that being an NFL running back is probably one of the hardest things in the world to do. Mm-hmm. In terms of staying healthy. Because it's just the most athletic, biggest dudes in the world trying to kick the fuck out of you every single play. I get it. But some guys are better and more stable than others. Mm -hmm. And Chris Carson doesn't seem like he's one of those guys. No, not at all. Can we briefly talk about both the Chiefs and the Ravens losing the same week and that how rarely that happens? So Chiefs lost to Tennessee, and then the Ravens lost the, to Cincinnati. Hold on. The Chiefs got thrashed yeah. by Tennessee. Yeah. And the Ravens got thrashed by who? Cincy. Are the Cincinnati Bengals a legitimate contender? I don't know. They've been playing pretty well. Joe Burrows is playing well, but I just... Who, who the fuck do they have on their team? Well, in the AFC, though, you think of probably the Bills as the number one team. And then... Yeah. And then... Like, I would have put the Ravens number two. Yep. And the Bengals like, kicked the shit out of them, right? Yeah. And Bengals are, have the same record as the Titans, five and two. What was the score? So the Bengals are, are the top team in the NFC, AFC North. So they went ahead of the Ravens this the week. The Bengals put 41 points up on Baltimore's yeah. defense. Yeah. The Bengals are five and two. That's impressive, eh? <clears throat> so we got the Bills at four and two. We got the Bengals five and two. Ravens five and two. Tennessee five and two, which should be five and or four and three because mm. the Seahawks easily should have won that game. <clears throat> then we got the Ravens or sorry the Raiders at five and two. Yeah, you're five and one and lost. Man, is it like the AFC fucking sucks? Man. It's not just me, right? No. Comparatively, they're so bad. They are bad. Like when you look at the NFC, I think the Cardinals are better than all the AFC teams. The Rams are better than all AFC teams. Probably the Bucks are better than all AFC teams. Probably the Packers. Maybe the Cowboys. I, I'm going to make a prediction right now. The Cowboys are better than the Green Bay Packers. Wow. You heard it here, folks. What do you think? No. I think Cowboys' defense is not as good as the Packers. Why, why do you think they're, they're better? Why do you think they're so good? You think Dak, Dak Prescott's just playing out of his mind right now? I think their offense is better. You do, eh? I think they're going to win games because their offense is better. I, do, I still am unsure about the Packers, and I don't think they're going to be a late playoff team. I think the Rams and the Cardinals and... A third team, if I had to put one there, mm-hmm. the Cowboys are going to be better than them in the playoffs. Wow. Have the Packers beat anyone good? Um, I remember looking at the Packers' schedule thinking it was shit. It's not, yeah, their schedule is pretty average. So they got shit pumped by the Saints. Then they beat the Lions and the 49ers barely. Yeah. Then they beat the Steelers, who are mediocre. Mm-hmm. They beat the Bengals by three. Which are okay. Yeah, then the Bears and Washington team, and now they play Thursday night against the Cardinals, and we will see if the Green Bay Packers are a legitimate football team or not. That's a great test for them. That's going to be a fun game. Yeah. We should move the podcast and do a... We should move it. I'm down. I'll be here. Okay. We're going to call Mike in the morning. <laughs> See if he's into it. <clears throat> their next few games are not, well, their next couple of games are not great. So they play in Arizona and then in Kansas City, back to back. And then they play against the Seahawks and probably going to pump them like 4,700 to 12. Yeah, the Vikings and the Rams. If you were to guess, Carl, yeah, do you think the Seahawks changed their head coach during the season this year? 
<sighs> no. I just think... You think they're sticking with Pete all the way through? Unfortunately, yeah. I think it's over, and I think they're just going to ride him out for this year just to sh- as a sign of respect for what he's done. And I think Seattle is kind of a soft friend. What has he done, though? We got you guys a Super Bowl. So this is my opinion. He got a team a Super Bowl that was very capable of winning three Super Bowls. Mike Tomlin mm-hmm. in the mix yeah. wins three or four Super Bowls. With that team. <laughs> Dude, the last one that we, like the next one that they lost was so stupidly winnable. Huh. I just, I can't see them letting him go in the middle of a season. I think Seattle's too soft to do that. Exactly. They're too soft to do that. So I I was going to say, why not? No one's going to come out there and say that in front of a mic. This is one of the things I learned from like really good entrepreneurs is... Hire quick, fire quick. Hmm. So you never know how someone's going to be until they're in the situation. But when they start taking the business backwards, they need to be let go immediately. Yeah. Yeah. You need to be given chances and you need to give them feedback. And I would assume Pete's got some feedback because the way that the team has been run for the last three seasons, this is not the, just this season, Carl. I know. If it was only the last seven games, it's a different story. For sure. But it's the last three or four years. Mm. It's been a very different looking Seattle team. I think something has to change. I think something has to change. The way... They have to have the most boring offense in the league. With some studs. With some studs, right? Mm-hmm. DK and Lockett are phenomenal. Everett, although slightly a head case based on tonight's performance alone. He's got potential. Pretty good. Yeah. Makes the play when he gets thrown to him. He could be involved a lot more. Yeah. But when you throw the ball 16 times a game. It's tough. And Freddie Swain is getting six of those catches. There's yeah. 10 catches to go around. What the shit is happening here? I don't know. That's the one part I don't get. All right. Well, as you can tell, ladies and gentlemen, a lot of big, exciting things coming up for the CX Social Podcast, including a full new scope of broadcasting. Yes, let's go. This is going to be exciting. A lot of fun. Seahawks are two and five. It has been a rough start to the year, to say the least. And, uh, we, along with all of you, are hoping it gets better and uh, keeping some positive vibes. Chester. Chester's showing his discomfort with how poorly the CX performed in the last few weeks solely by not wearing his hat. And he wanted me to tell everyone that he is still a very big Seahawks fan. He just uh, wanted to share his... Um, his frustration with the club, with Ed Hockley, whatever the fuck his name is, Hockley, Doug, Johnson, Johnson Hockley? Yep. <laughs> Johnson Hockley. Johnson Hockley. <laughs> uh, and as well as Pete Carroll with the Seahawks organization with how poorly they performed on offense in the last few weeks. But he's still a big Seahawks fan. He's going to be here throughout the remainder of the season. Carl, I'm going to take it. <laughs> 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 